This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. Dumb Money has been released in movie theaters across Canada. The film captures the story of the 2021 stock craze over GameStop shares. Entertainment critic Michael McNeely wants to tease the film, and I'm delighted to talk about it. He is sitting in studio alongside his intervener, Jill. Hello, Michael. How are you doing today? Michael, I am doing well. The movie is available in select theaters, but it's going to have a wider release this coming Friday. You've been meaning to watch it, but hit a couple of roadblocks. What happens? Well, I think what's happening, Dave, is that a film takes a while to get captioning, which is kind of silly, because this film was advertised as having captioning active. So I think what happens is the movie usually comes out for the audience first, and then they figure out the captioning a week later. So I just wanted to highlight that today by this segment in the hopes to talk to Cineplast to get them just to release the captioning at the same time as they release the movie. But what you said may have something to do with it, because you said um, it's going to be released to general audiences. So maybe that's why the captioning comes out at that time. Yeah, a little bit of a staggered release. It's actually a movie that came a little bit under the radar. I think I only saw a preview for it about 10 days ago, but I was sucked in right away because I remember January 2021 and the wild week that was the GameStop stock craze alongside a bunch of uh, rogue investors. What do you find so interesting about that story of Robin Hood investors pumping up a stock and doing options trading? I was just wondering if you covered it during that time. Oh, 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 yeah. I covered it extensively. So, I mean, this is interesting because I always say history is yesterday. So, I mean, we can always study what happened yesterday. I've always enjoyed doing that. And this is a fairly recent story, as I mentioned, in January 2021. I think it was a clash between the financial gurus and the lay person or the lay investor which was using, who was using Reddit at the time to get financial advice or trying to find their own, find their own uh, recipes for success in the stock market without having, you know, massive subscriptions like Bloomberg, which cost uh, 25K just to get the financial information. So really you have this David and Goliath story going on where the, the Goliaths are just the ones that are used to doing things as business as usual. But that's always been a problem since the 2008, you know, financial crisis, and even the financial crises that were occurring during the COVID pandemic. So that's the Goliath versus the Davids. And the Davids are just, you know, teenagers or young adults just figuring out what their daddies are doing in the, in the Wall Street and doing it better. Yeah, it's it's institutions versus humans, right? The human experience and uh, entrenched institutions, which, as you say, David and Goliath. It's a fascinating story. What do you think about the quick turnaround on this one? I don't think we typically see a movie that gets uh, based off a based in real events or based on true events that gets turned around within less than two years. Well, there was that Thai um, cave disaster. Oh, with yeah, the boys. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fast. 
But what's interesting, though, is the Thai cave disaster, which we covered, um, had two documentaries. This one actually has five documentaries. Wow. And, and a feature movie. So I think it's, it's interesting. I think, I think part of it is the, um, the inspiration from the big short, that movie, and people wanting to learn about the financial crisis, and people wanting to learn about what it means to be involved in the stock market and that kind of thing. So I think there's a hunger for that. There's a hunger for Wolf and Wall Street and Wall Street and all those kinds of movies. So I think they figured, you know, the next thing we're going to talk about should be interesting to a large range of people, but still financial, and that's the game yeah. something. I, I, the, you mentioned uh, The Big Short. I would say that is one of my favorite movies ever, 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 ever. I thought it was brilliantly done, and it featured a great ensemble cast. So put together good writing, great ensemble cast, and all of a sudden you're really cooking with fire. This film, Dumb Money, also brings in the ensemble cast. Who's catching your attention as you're preparing to go see the film? What to do is such degrees from Marco Warby. We have America Ferreira, who is in this movie, and who was in Barbie as well with Marco. Um, I know Andrik is going to talk to me today about making references to too many movies, but once I start, I can't stop. When, when it's Barbie and Margot Robbie, I am going to allow it. Yes, fair enough. <laughs> so we have America Ferreira playing a nurse. I think she'd be perfect for a nurse. And as you, as you know, nurses were very, still very much impacted by the COVID crisis. Um, and so I'm imagining this nurse is having trouble financially, and she's investing in the stock market without much experience, but trying to understand what's going on. And through that character, we'll understand ourselves. Um, Paul Dano is the main star here, and I will always remember him from, uh, let's see, Little Miss Sunshine. Mm -hmm. uh, um, and so Paul Dano's got this weird, charismatic energy. I actually thought he would be in Blackberry. Oh God, I'm really falling over the yeah, edge. Now, you, now you're making too many references, although I also liked Blackberry. That was a good movie this year, too. It's too but we did cover Blackberry, so that could be an advertisement to the earlier session. But um, <laughs> it's just a nerd type. You've got long hair. You've got, well, he's playing, um, I forget the name of the, the, the webcaster that he is. It's Kitty something. He, he really loves kitties. It's a true person. And so he loves cats and his advertising stock market tips at the same time. And so this was an influencer vlog that was caught in the crossroads of the GameStop scandal because he all of a sudden just stopped appearing and people thought he had some insider information. So I'm, I'm really curious to see how they do that. But when I was talking to Andrew, I just saw the movie last Friday and she said it wasn't enough of Paul Dano's um, acting skills. So that makes me think okay. that this is more of a talking heads movie than an actual acting movie. I got to talk to Andrika Delanerol after the show, our senior producer. She went to go see two movies last Friday. She went to that Much Music documentary as well. Andrika, keeping busy over there on your weekends, no doubt about it. Michael, what's the uh, critical buzz around Dumb Money? Like I said, it snuck up on me. Only about 10 days ago did it pop onto my radar, and now it's deeply, deeply on my radar. I wanted to go see it this week, but I just couldn't get the times to work based on my schedule, watching too much of The uh, Masked Singer as it was. But Michael, what's the critical buzz around Dumb Money? Well, that's funny because that's almost a reflection of what actually happened to GameStop. It appeared on people's radar. They didn't have much time to respond to it. And then they went into it full-fledged. So I think that's generally the idea. 
It, it was that TIFF, people left it there, people thought it might win the people's choice, but it didn't. Well, we'll talk about that movie some other day. But um, I think there's this, it's, it's filling that gap that was that was left behind by the big short and other financial movies. We don't have a Wall Street for this generation, so this this might be something like that. The greed is good, mm. but, you know, it's it's something that happened to everybody. It's something that touches on, touches on nerve, because I think sometimes when we were in the pandemic, we didn't really know what was going on. And so this is a story about how we can understand some of the history that we experienced. Yeah. Yeah, but you're right to identify that, right? That basically every couple of years, there's some kind of financial hiccup that is worth a conversation, whether that was the dot-com crash of the early 2000s, the housing crash, the Great Recession of 2008, or maybe even a really narrow story like this, it speaks to the ongoing fascination with the levers behind the macro economy, right? It, it, people watch movies like this and maybe come out of it feeling, I don't want to say feeling smarter, because that's a really condescending, but they maybe just feel like they caught a glimpse of a world they don't understand, which is kind of why we go to movies in the first place. I think that's important, I think, especially when you talk about victims of domestic violence or financial abuse. There are many people that have not been given the opportunities to make financial decisions for themselves. And I know that investing in the stock market is a far reach for many, but it's those kinds of movies that could help people down the road be more financially illiterate and understand what's going on and be able to maybe stand up to their partner and say, don't invest in this and just share the money amongst our family, please. Because, mm. you know, stock markets can be like gambling as well. Especially when you get into the uh, side element of this movie, which is not just buying stock, but making uh, options, bets, puts and puts and shorts, which is a whole different conversation. But maybe let's leave that to the uh, big short to explain to folks when they get the opportunity. Michael, thank you for taking the time to stop by this morning. Thank you for this preview, this teaser of Dumb Money. Yes, and remember, we did not give financial advice, we gave movie advice. <laughs> I sometimes give financial advice on the show. Michael, thank you for this. Have a great day. You too. That's Michael McNeely, entertainment critic. Dumb Money is currently available in select theaters with a wider release this Friday, September the 29th. You can follow Michael on Twitter, also known as X, at Michael D. McNeely. At Michael D. McNeely. McNeely is spelled M-C-N-E-E-L-Y. Coming up after the break, Alex Smythe has the round table for you. What animal is the biggest nuisance to you? I will once again get the opportunity to talk about the skunk that prowls the pathway between my apartment and the office. This is Now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.